we were shipped around a lot from relative to relative. I grew up kind of having that mindset of, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get married. If this is marriage, then I don't want it. There are some contributing factors in your life, but it doesn't have to be a determining factor. What's up, family? I'm Oge. And I'm Jeremiah. And, and this, this is, is the, the Vows and Voices podcast. On this show, we help people win in marriage by sharing our own journey and the lessons we're learning along the way. We're not experts, but we're figuring it out one step at a time and sharing it all with you. So if you're ready, let's get into today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the Vows and Voices podcast. So today we are going to be talking about broken homes, healing from broken homes, creating a life that you are going to be proud of despite your background, despite your upbringing. So we hope that you stick around. Today we are going to talk about Jeremiah's story and navigating, you know, a little bit through his mind and how he became who he is today or how he's becoming who he, <laughs> who he was, who he is, who he is to be proud of. Um, and creating the life that he wants for himself and his family. So, hi, Jeremiah. Welcome. Hola. Yes, I'm, I am here, guys. I am here. Um, yeah, welcome back to the show. And yeah. today, like Okay said, we're talking about my story uh, coming from a broken home. And both of us came from broken home. So how did we end up at a point where we are getting married and being married, we're navigating this whole thing. So how do we get here? And today's my story. And the next episode, Oge would deal with hers as well. So me, where do I begin? So it all started. <laughs> there was a bright light. No. Okay. So I was born and raised in Ghana, West Africa, October 31st, 1996. And as far as I can remember, I've never seen my parents together in marriage. I don't know when officially the separation happened. I don't know if there was a separation and then a divorce or if everything happened at once. But as far as I can remember, I've, I've never seen them married. So, but they were married <laughs> at some point. Yeah, they <laughs> were right, married. Right. But then uh, whatever happened, happened. And we're not really here to get into the history of that. But growing up, I remember my dad being very strict on me as the boy, but he really treated me as a man. Even before I was 10 years old, my dad would let me into his, his plans and help me understand responsibilities as a man. And, you know, a lot of it would also come from a place of feeling alone. And at the time, of course, I couldn't tell, but now looking back, I mean, things like him telling, showing me how to cook because he would say things like, well, you don't want to depend on a woman to cook for you. You have to know how to cook for yourself. Now, yes, cooking for yourself as a guy is a good thing, but the place it was coming from wasn't necessarily healthy that, oh, I independent. Need to, it was, more. yeah, I need to be very independent. And so even if I get married or if I don't get married, I'm okay because I can cook for myself. And it was just little, little things like that, that were sowing these seeds of self-sufficiency. Yeah. Self-sufficiency and maybe uh, not being super interested in even having a marriage partner or a wife because I saw what it did to my dad and I saw a lot of the struggles that he went through trying to provide for two kids, myself and my sister, and working and, and trying to make sure that we were good. And so we were shipped around a lot from relative to relative, from family friend to family friend or my dad's friend to another. And we weren't really stable, especially when we we're home for vacation. So again, not necessarily the best 
for a child to come up in. But I can't fault my dad for that because my dad is someone that I really hold in high esteem. And I know that he did his best and uh, circumstances were just what they were. But as far as what it did to me, well, yeah, I grew up kind of having that mindset of, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get married because if this is marriage, then I don't want it. If this is how married couples end up, then I don't want it because why would I want to go through all of that? And that led led me to just not necessarily being interested in, in pursuing that. But fast forward, I moved from Ghana at the age of 18 to live with my mom, who's in the States at this point. And so I grew up with my dad and my sister. And at 18, I moved to be my mom. And of course, the relationship, it was not the best. The, the relationship wasn't the best, especially in the beginning, because I didn't even know her on a personal level. So now looking at the marriage or the divorce or separation from her side of things, it's like, okay, now she's a single mom in the States taking care of me, a teenager who doesn't really know her on a personal level. And now I'm like, okay, now I, I really don't know if I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm I'm interested, you know, at that age, you're looking at girls and stuff like that. So I'm not averse to dating or relationships, but I just didn't know if or when I would be able to settle down with peace of mind, knowing that it would be a good thing because I'd never seen that modeled for me. Right. So now I'm living with my mom, going to college and getting to know God more and getting more into the word, understanding the gospel more. And the more I understood the gospel, the more I got to know God, the, the easier it was for me to trust him with my life and with anything that was in my life. And so if I were to point to something that started the change of heart or the change of mind, it would be that. It would be just trusting God with my life that, hey, wherever you lead is where I'll follow. And of course, when you're following God like that, he's going to lead you into the very same things that you're uncomfortable with, the very same things that you don't feel like you can handle. Right. But that's what happened. And so God just started to change my heart and my mind towards marriage. And I can't, I couldn't tell you exactly how he did it. All I know is as I kept following him step by step with every decision that I would make, even in in different areas of my life. Like I was supposed to go to med school, but I changed my mind based on what God was leading me to do. Decisions like that helped me just learn to trust him. And the more I did that, the more he led me in the paths that would eventually lead me to getting married. That sounds like God really had a strong hand in terms of changing your heart and just guiding you back to where it was okay to entertain the idea. And then even then beginning to desire marriage, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right, right. And so now how do you how do you deal with are you still, you know, having the voices where it's like I can do life by myself, or are you in a place where just where are you based on everything you've spoken about mm. and where you are currently, where you are in a team. Yeah, I mean, like you really? said, <laughs> yeah, we're we're a team. That's one thing that we had to keep drilling into our minds when we're dating was that we're a team we're going through this as a team we're for each other but i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that the struggle is as bad as it was when i was growing up because Mm. obviously i I am married Mm. um but i would say that there are moments you know there are there are situations that's like i'll even tell you like hey i got it when i've when i feel like it's gonna inconvenience you or i i'm learning let me put it this i'm learning to ask for help right 
because you were even surprised because you were getting used to you're getting used to the soft life <laughs> of like my husband doesn't ask me to do anything <laughs> so if i need to grab something from the room and you're just now coming out of there or you're heading there or whatever i wouldn't even tell you to go do it i would get up and go do it and then recently i started asking you for stuff and you're like wait like why are you gonna start asking me for stuff you why don't you do it anymore i'm like yeah, this is this is the process this is me yeah. i'm learning that i am self-sufficient and i can do anything and like now even if i don't feel like doing something i'm i find it easier to ask uh you to help me with it mm -hmm. um so that's that's definitely been a, a way that i've seen the mindset shift mm -hmm. and also a lot of content that i've been listening to like recently i listened to myron golden who is like a christian business entrepreneur slash teacher on youtube slash coach slash coach yeah and he he talked about the circumstances that life dishes out to each and every one of us we all go through stuff in life but he said that there are some contributing factors in your life that people turn into determinant factors mm. so something happened in your life something that was not ideal went down in your history but it doesn't determine where you end up it's a contributing factor to who you're becoming it's a contributing factor to the person that god is leading you to become but it's it doesn't have to be a determinant factor so a practical example would be like in my case yes a contributing factor to my life is that i grew up in a single parent household i grew up with just my dad who was very very uh adamant about being a sufficient masculine guy who understands his responsibilities and does this and does that right. and, and that's all good to a certain degree but that's a contributing factor i can't let my parents divorce now determine how i view marriage i can't let it determine how i view relationships mm -hmm. i can't let it determine how successful my marriage will be right because it just contributed to my life now i can take that situation and be like okay this is what i grew up in but what can i learn from it what what should i not do and what advice should i take what path should i take that will make me either achieve what i want to achieve as far as my marriage is concerned or not go down the same path that my parents marriage went and of course it takes two but this is my side of things i need to be very aware of that right. and know that hey like these things are still there they're not <laughs> my history will not be erased right um i've gone through it i've lived through it and for better or for worse, it's in my psyche. It's been ingrained. I need to be honest about that and then be like, okay, but I'm not going to let it control what happens after that. All right. And then how did you get to a place where rather than, you know, I got this, I got life, you know, I, I can, because I know you mentioned just your view of women mm -hmm. and, and how, whether they're there, whether they're not there, how did you get to a place where no, I'm willing to fight for my life. I'm willing to fight for my my relationship. I'm, you know, how did that transition happen? Yeah, it, it still has to do with trusting God because right. when God shows you that this is what I want for you right. and you trust him, if you truly trust him, then it you have you might have objections, but you don't let the objections stand in the way. So when God is like, hey, don't you're you're done with your biology degree, I want you to go into ministry. I had objections, of course. I 100% I had objections, but I trust him. Right. So now when he comes later and he's like, hey, this girl that you, you've been dating, it's time to get married. It's like, I had, I had objections. <laughs> like, I, I object. Had, I, I, I was like, God, I mean, 
I don't I don't know. I I, never, I didn't even think this far, right. to be honest. So right. like what's with that? But again, it came down to that trust. Right. I would I wouldn't tell you that I felt like I was a hundred percent ready. Right. Um, uh, which is a myth when it comes to a lot of the the people who talk about, oh, you know, they're getting ready for marriage. It's like, oh, when do I know that I'm 100% ready? You won't know. Right. You won't know that you're 100% ready because you will not be 100% ready. Right. To be 100% ready would mean that there's no more growth left. Right. There's nothing else you could learn. There's no, there's nothing new that could change you or change your mind or, or, or remold you in a different way. And that's not true. So that's what I would say happened. It was strictly just trusting that, if God is saying I should do this, then he got me. And if I submit to his spirit, then his spirit got me as well. As long as I'm not stubborn mm. and I allow him to change my mind on mm. certain things, I allow him to show me where I've been affected mm. because I was blinded to those things. I mean, before we started dating and, and getting engaged and, and then getting married, I was blinded to a lot of, I was blind to a lot of things that like were issues, right? right? And it would take, you pointing them out to me like, hey, this is a problem. And I'll be like, oh, shoot, I never even thought about that. And that's how the work began. But it all started with just trusting. Right, right. And I think what even what you said is so important where it's, yes, you can be learned in certain aspects of things like how to talk to a woman, how to treat a man, how to take care of a family. Mm. But the real, for lack of a better word, growth begins after you say, I do, you know, now... And marriage is not something you can simulate. And yeah. I think a lot of people that end up living together, they are given this mis un, you know misconception of marriage because you're it's you're married or you're not married. There is no, you know, it's mm-hmm. not is yeah. So there is no trial trial period. Yeah, and everything. So the real the real dying to sell when it comes to your marriage begins after the covenants mm. of you know. Um, marriage is formed. Right, right. right. Yeah, agreed. Hundred percent agree. Sometimes our past prepares us for a particular path, mm. but then Jesus comes and reorients us to where He originally designed for us to be. The life mm. that He originally showed us, the vision, and the, you know that fills us with fulfillment. Mm. And it's important to know when that pivot is. Yeah, pivot. <laughs> yeah. We hope that you are able to get something that you can apply and really think about when it comes to your life as it stands right now and what you really want amidst all the things that happened in your past and really think about what you want for your life yeah yeah be brave enough to go for it yeah one huge lesson that i'll end out with is i've come to understand that broke just because we come from a broken home it doesn't again determine where we end up so broken homes don't necessarily have to end up in broken people right the circumstances we grew up in don't have to turn us into those same things that um or those same people that produce those circumstances because then you never break the cycle the cycle just keeps repeating itself so right. that's the last thing that i'll end out with but uh did you know babe that i used to be a baker but i couldn't make enough dough all right, guys, <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next time. Y'all can connect with us and ask us any questions through our social media at Vows and Voices Podcast on Instagram and TikTok or email us Vows and Voices Podcast at gmail.com. So we'll see y'all next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.